We are so excited that this latest message from Truth Movement Church can meet you where you are today. This message from TMC will help you to apply the truth of God's word to your everyday life. It's practical and powerful. Enjoy his word. For the lack of a better term, I, I wanted to spend our last Sunday together level setting. Um, I wanted to set proper expectations for 2024 because it is just my opinion that most of us spent the full balance of 2023 in waiting. Um, we spent the year in waiting for a multitude of things. We spent the year in waiting for things to get better. Uh, we spent the year waiting for them to get better. We spent the year waiting for them to change. We spent the year waiting uh, for the proposal. We spent the year waiting for uh, the promotion. We spent the year just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And because we, we spent so much time in waiting, we never settled into 2023. You know, the kind, I mean, if, you, if, if, if you're like me, you know, you kind of said the year just came and went in 2023 because you spent so much time waiting on things to come in, into fruition and waiting for things to happen and waiting for your mind to change and waiting for the situation to change and waiting for things to, to, to get better. And, 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 and you never quite settled in. As a matter of fact, you never, you never, you, you never unpacked your bags in 2023. The year just kind of, you know, just kind of came and went. And the reason why I feel that this conversation is so necessary for us to talk about today, because if you're not careful, uh, you will find yourself waiting through 2024. And before you know it, you'll be 50 and you'll be 60 and you'll still be waiting. The only difference is by that time you'll be bitter. <laughs> you'll, be up with, you'll be upset with everybody and everything because you have been waiting on something to come to pass. You have been waiting on something to happen in your life, and you feel like life is almost over for you. And now since you've been waiting for so long, you feel like the investment was not worth the time. The reason why I want to have this conversation is because God told me something specifically for you. He told me to tell you to unpack your bags and prosper where I place you. He told me to tell you to unpack your bags and prosper where I place you. I think that's a difficult thing to swallow, Pastor Wontel, because it, to be honest with you, it might not be It might not feel like it's my time, Pastor Wandell. It might not feel like it's the right place. It doesn't feel like everything is coming. I'm not in the right place for things to go, go in my direction. I'm not in the right place for this thing to work out the way that I want it to. So it just doesn't feel right. But what God told me to tell you, if you keep waiting, you will keep waiting. And I'm telling you right now, before we get into 2024, I need for you to unpack your bags and prosper where I place you. Because all year long, Pastor Wanzo, I haven't settled myself because it just hasn't felt right. I haven't been able, you know, to, to get everything together the way that I wanted it to. And, it, it, you know, this happened and that happened. And I've just been waiting on for, for, for things to get better. But God kept telling me, he said, tell the Wanzo to unpack their bags and prosper where I placed them. David, in the book of Psalms, um, says it a little different. He says that. You have prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He said, you prepared a table 
before me in the presence of my enemies. And it might feel like the wrong place to sit down and eat a meal, but if God prepared, it's time to eat. You, you, you see, you, 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 ain't, you want all of the stars to align. Oh, gosh, I'm talking about what you're talking about. You, you want all of the stars to align, and you want everything to feel right. You want the mood to be right, and you want the layup to be there. But what God is saying, things may not be in place, and I can still make you prosper in a place where you didn't think you could have anything to happen for you. So unpack your bags. Tell your neighbor, unpack your bags. And prosper where God has placed you. There's, I'm going to look at Jordan when I say this. I got five points. There's five things that God wanted me to make sure I told you, and I'll run through a couple of them, but, 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 but there's five things that God told me that was pertinent for you to have before you walked into 2024 to ensure that you can unpack your bags and prosper where he has placed you. Let's read the text. Are you there, Jeremiah 29.4? All right, we got to work. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not increase. Decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because, it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the, the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. I thought that was funny. They, I, I get to it. I'm going to get to it. <laughs> Thank you. Verse 9, they are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Shout amen. amen. <clears throat> Should we ask you, y'all don't even preach this. I mean, that's enough. The text we just read uh, was part of a letter that Jeremiah the prophet wrote to God's people who were living in exile in Babylon. Up until the point of this letter, or them receiving this letter, the, the people's only desire, their only desire, the only thing that they could focus on was getting out of Babylon. That was their only concern, to get out of Babylon, get out of captivity, and get back home. Um, They were so consumed, watch this now, they were so consumed with getting out of the place that they were in that they did not allow themselves to live where they were. They wouldn't allow themselves to prosper where God had placed them because they wanted to get out of this place. Somebody shout this place. Is there anybody here who knows what it feels to be in a place that you don't want to be in? And and maybe not physically, but financially, I'm in a place that I don't want to be in. 
emotionally, I find myself staying in a place that I just don't want to be in. Relationally, I'm in a place that I don't want to be in. Professionally, I'm in a place that I don't want to be in. And, and, and because I've been in this place for so long and I'm, I'm in a place where I don't want to be, the only thing that I can focus on is trying to get out of the place that I am in at the moment. And because you've been so focused this year on trying to get out of those places, you forfeited the opportunity to prosper where God had you. I wrote down this note that God has been trying to bless you in Babylon, and you've been trying to get out of Babylon. As a matter of fact, you've been praying to God that he would get you out of Babylon. And God is saying, baby, if you could just Calm down for a little bit. I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to allow you to prosper in a place that you don't want to be in. Oh, gosh, y'all, listen to me. Listen, 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 listen. I got to give you a personal testimony, and this isn't in my notes. I remember, and, and Pastor Tina can attest to this, I remember when, when, I, when, when I came down here for school, and um, I'm just going to be quite honest with y'all, I hated Orlando. Hated it. I didn't know why it was so hot. And then everybody was saying dog. And you know what I'm saying? It's like it just it bothered me. It just made me mad. And I, I and I just couldn't understand why. Listen to me. I'm like, this was supposed to be the best thing that ever happened to me. I just made it out of the hood, out of the hood, down to go play football in Orlando, beautiful Orlando, Florida. And I hated it. Can I be honest with y'all? I hated it to the point where I almost messed up my blessing. Actually, one of them I messed up, only one resentment I have in my entire life, and I'm over it now, but the only thing I regret is the fact that I walked away from football. I walked away from it. It wasn't nothing that they had done. I just wouldn't allow myself to prosper because I didn't want to be in this place. As it matters, so the, the blessing that I said I almost missed, she's sitting in the seat right over there. I, I, I almost messed it up. But listen to me, do you know how it feels to be in a place that you don't want to be in? And God is saying, listen to me, I want to prosper you right where you are, but you have to be okay. You got to unpack your bags and settle yourself where I have you because I'm getting ready to prosper you where I have you. Is there anybody in the room that can admit I've missed a blessing or two because I just couldn't settle myself? So I want to look at verse 4. <clears throat> God said something through Jeremiah that I thought was important. He says, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. My first point for you, for you today is, is this phrase, build and settle, plant and eat. Somebody shout, build and settle, plant and eat. Let's do that again because it sounded good. Build and settle, plant, eat. Say it again, build, settle, plant, eat. Oh, I like it. Build, settle, plant, eat. You should be getting this. Build, settle, plant, eat. Listen now. This is simple. 
if you build something, you can settle down. And if you plant something, you can eat. The reason why you've experienced so much anxiety and, so, and, and was so unsettled in 2023 is because you didn't intentionally build anything. Cody, I'm not saying that you didn't do a lot of stuff. I'm not saying you didn't do a lot of things. I'm saying you were intentional about building something. You were in a relationship, but you weren't trying to build the relationship. You worked on the job. You weren't trying to build on the job. You see, there's a difference between doing and building. And God says, if you build something, you'll settle down. He says you'll be able to rest just a little bit when you start to build something. I, listen to me. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for, for, for a good Western. And every Western I've ever watched, when the man got tired of traveling all over the world on the, on the back of a horse, he found a plot of land and built something. Because it's time for me to settle down. Let me tell you something. You're not going to settle yourself until you start building something. You've been coming to church, but you ain't been building nothing. So then he says, if you plant, you can eat. Say, neighbor, plant, you can eat. The, the reason why you felt so empty all of this year, the reason why you haven't been able, been able to find any fulfillment every place that you've went, because you were trying to reap upon something that you didn't sow. You, you, you were trying to eat from something that you didn't plant. But the scripture says if you plant, you can eat. Oh, okay, so, so, so listen, you, you, you were in that relationship, but you didn't plant seeds of love in that relationship you were in, and you were trying to receive love from the person that you were in a relationship with, and because they didn't give you love, you walked away empty and unfulfilled because you didn't plant love yourself. Oh, I'll go to church. When you show up here, you're not planting anything, but you're trying to reap from something that you haven't planted. So if you plant, you can eat. You want your kids to respect you, but you ain't planning nothing in them. You want a promotion on that job, but you ain't planted there. You kind of there. I'm doing it because I got to do it. I hate this job. But you're planning. Listen to me. You're not planting anything. because, And then if you don't plant, you can't reap it. I just feel so empty on the inside. Pastor Wanza, I just don't. I feel so. Uh-huh. Plant. Some of y'all been coming to this church all year long. You ain't planted yourself in it yet. So you ask yourself why everybody's saying ooh and ah and preach, Pastor Wanzo, and you don't get it because you ain't planted here. I'm going to shout plant. Eat. Let's get some more. 
So let's go to verse 5. <clears throat> so he says, build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and marry have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number. Do not decrease. Next point, number two, is increase. Do not decrease. Say that with me, increase. increase. Do, not Do not decrease. I want you to look at your neighbor now and say, increase. increase. Do, not Do not decrease. God says to his people, y'all hear me on this because I'm, I'm going to start pushing because I don't want to keep you here all day. God says to, to his people, I don't want you to stop growing because of where you are in life. So now I'm going to say that one more time. God does not want you to stop growing because where you are in life. So the way I took that when he gave it to me is, and I'll, I'll let you write this down. He's saying, don't let the place shrink the person. He says, he says don't let the place shrink the person. You ever see someone who's <clears throat> having a difficult time in life? Uh, it's a breakup, failed expectations, loved one has passed on, and... When they came out of it, you can tell that what they just went through took something from them. You could tell that, that, that the place had decreased, listen to me, had decreased their confidence. It had, it had decreased their, their drive. It decreased their faith. And without knowing it, they had allowed the place to shrink the person. You ever, I'm just, I'm, I'm, we just talking. You ever go through something and, and you tell your friends, I just don't feel like myself. I don't feel like getting out of bed. I, I, I don't want to go over in so-and-so's house. I know we're having a good time, but I don't want to go over there. Here's, listen to me, y'all, because you've allowed the place to shrink the person. So here's the power in that, because I, I, I could talk forever, and I don't want to do that. If I allow the place to shrink me, then the place will always be able to contain me. Should I say that again? If I allow the place to shrink me, if I, if I decrease, if I allow the place to shrink me, then the place will always be able to contain me. That place in my life will always have a hold on me because I allowed it to, to stop me from growing beyond it. I'm teaching so good today, y'all. I should listen to this one. <laughs> we got some work to do in scripture. I got the scripture up for you. I want to show it to you. Exodus 1.8. This is, listen, y'all, this is, this is so God. Watch this. He says, then a new king, um, to whom Joseph meant nothing, came to power in Egypt. Look, he said to his people, the Israelites have become far too numerous for us. Y'all better be listening to me. The Israelites have become far too numerous for us. Come, we must deal shrewdly with them or they will become even more numerous. And if war breaks out, they will join our enemy, fight against us and leave our country. Do you know that your enemy wants you to stop growing? Listen to me. Pharaoh says, listen, y'all, we got to do something to them to stop them from growing because they're going to get to the point where this place won't be able to hold them. 
Oh, gosh, y'all, listen to me. The, the, the enemy wants you to stop growing in that place so, you don't, so that you don't ever grow past it. How many things haven't you grown past? They hurt your feelings when you were six and you're 35 and it still hurt you. You, you, you. you got left in that place because you never grew past it. Gosh, y'all, it's okay to go to the place. But only the place shrink the person. Me and Pastor Tina have been having this conversation. She didn't know I was going to be talking about this, but we were having this conversation how over the past several years, I'm going to spe- speak specifically for me, Pastor Wenzel. Um, I came out the womb confident, borderline arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pray that the Lord keep me off of arrogance. I mean, I'm like right there. It's a holy confidence is what it is. Now, <laughs> and I was telling her that while I haven't left my, I, I, haven't, I haven't lost my confidence, but I'm not the dude that I was here. Because when you have a few failures, when you have a few losses, when you, when you experience a few setbacks, it, sh- it makes an effort to shrink the person. So what I realized is that that is speaking directly against who God has ordained me to be. Do you remember when he spoke to Abraham? He says, your seed, we are the seed of Abraham. He says, your seed is going to be as numerous as the stars. So that means that all of us should always be growing. <laughs> we should always continue to grow past situations and circumstances, no matter what they are, because it is ordained for me to do so. So whenever I say I want to stay in the house and pull up the covers, no, 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 baby. That's going against who you were called to be. Tell your neighbor, stop shrinking. How many times have you shrunk because of a moment? You went in one way, but you came out another. Listen to me, y'all. God blessed me with a with a swag that's just unnatural to man. <laughs> and I can't afford to lose it. I fell in love with my, my wife because of her personality. She was fine. She's still fine. Listen to me, y'all. y'all, y'all ain't here. But she had this thing about her this thing so then I didn't know what that thing was until she really started to minister in church I remember one day I'll never forget it she had on a black you had a black is it called a crop top like a neck no it was a see-through black shirt kind of sort of but it was around the neck I don't know it's called I don't know what it's called what's a blouse let's do that it was a blouse It it was a black blouse and I remember where I was sitting in the church and I'm looking at her do her thing on that stage She's singing. She was leading worship. I'm like, oh, my God, that's it. A couple weeks ago, Pastor Tina talked about an anointing. You see, that was the anointing that I was attracted to. And the enemy, listen to me, will pervert situations and circumstances so you shrink yourself away from the anointing that's on your life. I had to be this dude that I am in order to be able to preach to you. 
And he will do anything to take that. Listen to me, y'all. He will do anything to take that from you. He will do anything to take the personality that you have. Jordan, them give me a hard time. Even Cody gave me a hard time. Kennedy gets to do everything, Dad. Kennedy, you would not allow us to do the stuff that Kennedy's doing. And it, here's a, I'm very intentional about that because I need for her to develop a voice. So, no job, no person will be able to take it from her. They won't be able to make her shrink because she know I validated that in her. Her mother validated that in her. Your enemy wants to pervert situation and circumstance to make you shrink, not be the person that God has ordained you to be. Now, let's just be clear. I'm going to put a pin right here. That does not mean that you get to be mean and nasty and rude to people because that's just who God created me to be. You a lie. I'm talking too much. Let's go. Let's go verse 7. Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray, Pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Point number three is this. Seek and pray for peace and prosperity. Say that with me. Seek and pray for peace and prosperity. God tells Jeremiah to tell his people that while you're in Babylon, while you're in this place that you don't want to be in, while you're in this situation with these people, I want you to pray for their prosperity and their peace. I'm turning this like a jack like you ain't heard that. God tells, tells Jeremiah to tell my people, while you're in Babylon, in, in captivity, being held against your will, in a place that you don't want to be in, by some people that you don't necessarily like, I want you to pray for their peace and prosperity. Somebody say, help, Lord. I said, God, are you serious? You want me to pray? Watch this now. I'm going to turn, turn the corner. You want me to pray for my ex? Why would I pray for my ex? Tell me why, God. Why would I pray for this job that I just despise? Why would I pray for this job? But when I thought about it, it's one of the most practical things I've ever heard God say. The reason why I would pray peace for my ex is so they can stop being spiteful and nasty so we can get this thing done. Somebody did this, and yeah, you get it. So I, I, like, I, 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 I want this thing to be cordial. I want it to be amicable. I want this thing to be okay. I, specifically when it comes to a divorce, like, I need for you to stop being so difficult, so I'm going to pray that you have peace. I need you to stop posting the dumb stuff on Instagram that you be posting. So I'm going to pray that you have peace. Why would I pray for a job, Pastor Wanzo, that I don't plan on being gone? I plan on leaving because this job is not for me. It is beneath me that I'm doing this job. The reason why I should pray for the prosperity of a job that I'm on, listen to what I say now. When they start to hit their numbers, 
and they start to grow, the more money they're going to have to give you a raise. So I want this job to prosper regardless if I like it or not because if it prospers, I too will prosper. Do you see what I'm saying here? You see, I need to pray for their peace because I prosper too because I get to rest. I get to settle myself. I don't have to deal with your foolishness all the time. So, so I'm praying for your peace. I'm praying for the job that I don't want to be on because I need a raise. I could use a few extra dollars in my paycheck. So here's the kicker. Even though I thought God was kidding me, I said to myself, God, that's the easy part. Because how many times, listen to me, raise your hand, and you're going to own it. How many times have you said about a person that you don't like, I'm going to pray for you? Raise your hand. <laughs> okay, watch this. <laughs> the whole church, raise a hand. Listen, we have such an honest church, and I appreciate you. But watch. But watch. Listen to me now. The first words, let's watch. The first words that Jeremiah give them is to seek. And then he says to pray. So that means that I have to engage in this more than my words. I got to give my person to this. So I can't pray for peace and cause a fight. I can't pray for prosperity and neglect my responsibilities. So he says, seek peace and prosperity for the city, and I want you to pray about it. Listen, the, the part that we miss, yeah, I'll pray for you. I'll get down on my knees, and I'll pray for you. Girl, you need prayer. I hear you. But now the other part is engaging in a very real practical way to make sure that your prayers are being answered. Y'all learning anything? Let's go to verse 8. I think I got one more. I got one more, Jordan. Is that good? I got one more left? I got enough time? Okay. Just checking with Jordan. You know I got to check in with Jordan. Verse 8. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. Fourth point of the day is the phrase, seek the truth, not alignment. Somebody shout, seek truth, not alignment. Do me a favor and talk to your neighbor and say, seek the truth, not alignment. So God's people are in Babylon, right? And, and, and they're in this place that they don't want to be in. And they desperately desire to go home. They got to a point that they were so desperate um, that the text says they encouraged false prophets and diviners to tell them lies. Like, tell me that this is going to be over soon. Because that's what I need to hear. Tell me, that, tell me something that's going to make me feel better because that's what I need to hear. And the note that I wrote down for you is, is you spent all of 2023 looking for people to affirm what you wanted. 
You spent all of 2023, the full balance of 2023, looking for people to affirm what you wanted. You weren't, you weren't looking for the truth. You were looking for somebody to pacify how you felt. So here's, here's, here's the part that you got to pay attention to. Watch what, here's what God told me to tell you. Please hold on to this. The lies you seek will never give birth to the life he has for you. And if you don't start seeking his truth now, you will experience divinely closed doors in 2024. The lies you seek will, will never give birth to the life he has for you. And if you don't start seeking his truth now, somebody shout now. If you don't start seeking his truth now, you will experience divinely closed doors in 2024. The lies you seek will never give birth to the life he has for you. And if you don't start seeking his truth now, you will experience divinely closed doors in 2024. Can I ask you a question? If you're honest, if we can have an honest moment, you gave a lot of yourself to things that you knew weren't going to benefit you this year. But because it made you feel better, you engaged it anyway. And because God is the giver of life, he is the giver of a year. He will not allow you to be a bad steward over the time that he gives you. So he is saying to us in this moment, I've, 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 I've graced you another year because you're getting ready to see it. But if you are going to seek out lies instead of the truth, I'm shutting doors. The reason why I'm not saying anything, because that's all he gave me, and I'm not going to put my words on that. I don't know who that's for. But he told me to tell you there will be divinely closed doors in 2024 if you don't start seeking his truth. Y'all know I embrace quietness, right? I love it. Let's work. <clears throat> Let's go to verse 10, last point. You ready to work? This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Verse 13. You will seek me and find me. When, when you seek me with all of your heart, I'm going to go back to 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, de de declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you 
into exile. Fifth and final point for today, uh, fifth and final point of 2023 uh, is the phrase, change of heart, not a change of time. Say that with me, change of heart, not a change of time. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news, um, but a calendar change is not going to miraculously change your fortunes. I just figured we would be honest with each other today. Um, Because you have to understand that God is not confined to, to man's time. So if you feel that when the, when the clock strikes 12 and you're just going to have this new you and things are going to change and you're going to be in this new place, sorry. It's just not how God works. But change is possible. And I love God because he makes it clear that I have plans for you. Oh, gosh, y'all. Look at your neighbor shout, he's got plans for you. But he's very specific, and he, and he says... That change for you is not hinged upon time. It's dependent upon a changed heart. You getting out of these places that you've, you've, you, you, you've been in for so long and, and you've been warring in for so long, change is possible and, and, and you're going to get out of those places. And God says, I will come get you out of those places. I will personally come get you out of those places. But, but, but changing time is not going to do it. It's going to be a change of your heart. And what God essentially says in this text is that I need you to repent with your whole heart. With your whole heart. This is bigger than just showing up to church on a Sunday morning. This, 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 this is bigger than sporadically having some prayers and doing what you've been doing. This is, this is way bigger than playing gospel music every morning to get yourself in a zone. This is way bigger than that. God says, I need you to repent. What did you say? Didn't you say repentance? You said we have to start with repentance. And listen to me, God wants and he has plans for you. He wants the best for you. He's got plans for you. He he has a hope in the future for you, but you have to change your mind. I have no other choice but as a shepherd of this house to let you know that ain't nothing going to change tomorrow if you don't change your heart. Stand to your feet. Thank you for streaming the latest message from Truth Movement Church. We pray that you found something in God's word that you can deposit into your heart for future use. To stay connected with our ministry, like us on Facebook or Instagram, or learn more about us by visiting www.truthmovementchurch.org.